I want to go come to the Lord's table this morning, and I ask the two brothers just to come and take the emblems and hand them out as we speak. Uh, this morning, I want you to open up in Lamentations. Lamentations of Jeremiah. So you would think, why would we want to look through Lamentations at the Lord's table, at a place where there is so much joy, uh, so much gladness about the table of the Lord. We sang it this morning. The blood of Christ gives us victory. Why would we want to go to Lamentations? Who knows what's Lamentations? That's mourning, isn't it? Yeah, it is difficult. So Lamentations, just for those, it's uh, just after the book of Jeremiah. It's a prophet towards the end of the Old Testament. I would like you to open up there. And as you open up there, I'll give you a little bit of a background in chapter 3. Jeremiah is now standing in the old city, Jerusalem. Jerusalem was utterly destroyed by the Babylonians. And if you read through, if you read from verse 1 through in, the, in, in Lamentations chapter 3, you will see really difficult things. I mean, if you read through that, you feel in your heart how he speaks about it. He says... In verse 4, he has aged my flesh and my skin and my broken bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and woe. He has set me in dark places like the dead of long ago. Right through that chapter, chapter 3, it is this darkness, it's this heaviness. And sometimes, I know, sometimes you and I feel like that in the world, don't we? We feel broken. We feel what he's saying right there. In verse 7 he says, He has hedged me in so that I cannot get out. He has made my chain heavy. Even when I cry and shout, he shuts out my prayer. He has blocked my ways with hewn stone. He has made my paths crooked. And this is what it is, friends. Sometimes we feel like that. The heaviness, the crooked, the chains this is what this world bring and for that whole chapter honestly if you read through chapter 3 like I did you start feeling the heaviness that this man feels and this is what sin does sin is a burden sin is a chain sin breaks your bones sin makes you sick all of these things you read through that chapter and you apply it to sin sinful nature and you think here we come to the lord's table how how can we bring a message like that of heaviness to the table of the lord but friend the table or the cross is a place of heaviness it is a place of heaviness if you stand before the cross before the cross it's a place of heaviness and I can go on, I can preach a whole sermon this morning and you will, you will feel that it's you he's talking about. And then we read on as we come down to verse 22 and it's as if there's a, a ream of light that breaks through the darkness. It's as if there's some slight hope that's coming in. Remember heaviness before the cross. Then we get the cross Remember when Jesus Christ came to this earth, what did he say? 
in john chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and in him was what light light and that light was the life eternal life it is as if a ream of light breaks through the darkness and here we find the same picture we find it right here in verse 22 lamentations chapter 3 verse 23 he says through the lord's mercies we are not consumed Selah, think about it for a minute i've just explained to you the heaviness then the ream of light and now he says through the lord's mercies there's only one thing that can take away your guilt of sin the heaviness and everything that's the mercy of god and then he says we are not consumed in other words these things don't eat us up because his compassions fail me not his compassion fail me not you might be sitting here this morning and you might feel as if you're in that dark place before the cross then the cross is the light then he says his compassions now i just want to flick over to you to psalm 78 we hear here now the psalmist write this in verse 38 he says but he he this is god being full of compassion do you really understand the word compassion forgave their iniquity now he's talking about sin and did not destroy them yes many a time he turned his anger away and did not stir up all of his wrath this is god how wonderful friends that we can read this now in the book of lamentation he says because his compassions fail not they are new every morning wow they are new every morning what is new every morning his mercy his grace his compassion is new every morning when you woke up this morning and you open up your eye and you took out the sleep of your eye and you wash and you brush your teeth and guess what was waiting for you new mercies new compassion in the midst of this darkness in the midst of this heaviness in the midst of broken bones society his compassion his mercies has failed you not and they are new every morning and then he says great is your faithfulness the lord is my portion says my soul therefore i hope in him therefore i hope in him now this is a wonderful thing because all of that before the cross the light of the cross and after the cross the weight is lifted but here is the thing he says i hope in him the word hope here is synonymous with what with weight have you known that hope is for tomorrow hope is tomorrow so synonymous word to hope is weight weight hanging there because you might be sitting in the shadow of life but there's a light coming you just need to wait just need to wait be patient and it is so wonderful if i look in micah chapter 7 micah chapter 7 is a good example of that listen to this in verse 1 chapter 7 verse 1 he says woe is me for i am like those gather summer fruits like those who glean vintage grapes there is no cluster to eat of its ripe fruit which my soul desires again in micah he explains to us that 
darkness, that bone breakingness. But here in verse 7, listen to this. Remember, hope is synonymous with wait on the Lord. He says in verse 7, Therefore, I will look to the Lord, to Yahweh. I will look unto Him. Out of this darkness, I will look unto Him. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. My God will hear me. As we come to the table this morning, I want you to think about those words. That His compassion, they faileth me not. Yes? He great is thy faithfulness. He just doesn't say God is faithfulness, doesn't He? He is faithfulness. We know that. That is part of His character. It's not He's trying to be faithful like we do. How faithful are you? There's many facets in life that we need to be faithful in. How many times do you break that faithfulness? If you're me, you break often. <laughs> but He is faithfulness. But this is now what it's wonderful to me. He says, great is thy faithfulness. It is way beyond your and my comprehension how great his faithfulness is. And this morning as we come to the table, my brother, his body and blood for you. You know what I celebrate this morning at this table? I celebrate this morning his body and blood for you. His faithfulness. His faithfulness. That's what this table tells me this morning. You know why? Because we were all, we were all like Jeremiah, sitting there, broken bones, heaviness, chains, capturing us. But then Jesus Christ came, great in His faithfulness to go to the cross and to pay the debt, to bring light into our lives. So when He sat around that table, and as Paul says, the night in which He was betrayed, He took the bread and He broke it, and He says, take it, this is my body. And he says this, he says it there in Corinthians. He says, that which I receive from the Lord I also give unto you. I give unto you. Look, faithfulness is good and it's great. But if you aren't going to receive it, it's nothing to you. This morning I want you to receive the faithfulness of the Lord. Amen. And then after they've eaten, he took the cup. And he says, this is the new covenant, the new blood, which washes away the sin. Great is thy faithfulness. Great, how wonderful. I want to preach a sermon on the faithfulness of God. I want to preach a sermon on that. And I'm going to preach a sermon on the faithfulness of God. Amen? Let's all eat together.